You ended up what? Pregnant. At 16? And I recently just left him. Mm -hmm. And over time, he became like, I guess you could say like suicidal. Oh, Oh, wow. Welcome to Love On. I'm Sebas. And I am Espe. And this is your safe space where individuals, couples, and families can explore love, relationships, and personal growth. Join us to discover a new perspective in hand relationship and navigate through life challenges. Whether you need advice, inspiration, or relatable stories, Love On is here for you. Let's jump to our first caller. Hi, hello. Hey, Hi. how's it going? How can we help you? Hi. Um, good. I love you guys. Just watching your lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually you. have a relationship question. Mm-hmm. So, me and my partner have been together for three years. His family doesn't fully accept me. We've been together for a while and we want to get married and it's kind of put like a, a pause on what we want just because he's trying to get them to come around and accept me. Yeah. And so- I feel I can just wait and see, but is there any other advice? Like, we're kind of getting to the point where we just want to move on with our life. But what do you guys recommend in that sense? So what what do they say? Um, why don't they accept you? So we come from different cultures. I mean, we're the same religion. Um, and we both grew up in America. So it doesn't really bother us. And we get along quite well. Mm-hmm. It's literally just like his parents prefer someone from the same place. But I mean, you know, it's like not really their life to live. Yeah, I mean, I we can speak a lot about this because actually when when we started dating, my we've said this before, my mom didn't really um, approve of Sebas, right? He And we dated for six years. And to be honest with you guys, like I think she truly accepted him after we got married. <laughs> it took like a year or two after we got married that she now loves him and considers him like his son. But I would just say, like, if you're going to wait for your parents' approval for you guys to get married, maybe it won't happen. Like, it didn't happen for us until two years after. You know, what I, what I would do is just handle the situation with a lot of respect. You know, don't don't force your parents to, to or his parents to, oh, my God, you have to like her. She's my wife. Just Just let things flow because I feel like parents, they take some time. For, for them to understand, okay, they mm-hmm. my child has removed me from this place, you know, from an importance, and now another person is coming above them. And, like, according to the Bible, your your spouse goes above, your fa- like, your parents. Like, they're supposed to be number one after God. So I feel like parents, sometimes it takes them a little time to just comprehend that and, and accept that. So I was actually in your shoes, right? And the way that I managed it, like, I, what you're living through, I lived firsthand. And I re- I'm trying to think back, what what was it that kind of helped me stick it around? And I would just say this, you want to make sure that the only way that you're going to get the parents approval is if they see positive results, you being with their son, right? Like parents are going to appreciate that more and they're going to overlook the cultural differences, whatever it is that they that they don't like about you now. Because they're going to realize that, number one, you're going to be helping their son out, right? You're going to help him maybe in his career, uh, support in, in many different ways. And that's one way that I kind of was able to win my parents, <laughs> his parents. I laugh because... I got you, them in my you, pocket. Yes, now. But it, when 
it took two years being married for her to like accept you fully yeah like that first two years was like a trial yeah. right and what i what i had to do was like show results positive results right mm -hmm. i helped espe graduate her school uh, i motivated her to get her career we started two trends we started our blog yeah. so they started seeing all these positive things where at the end of the day they were like you know what maybe i don't necessarily like him for whatever reason because what happens is mm -hmm. parents have an, a set expectation yeah. on their kids and i think that's normal right you have a kid and you already predetermine what you want for them right so they you know the guy that you're dating his parents already thought about the girl you know that he was going to marry yeah. how she looked like what career mm -hmm. so maybe usually it doesn't it's not going to align 100 percent yeah and that's what it typically happens when the parents don't accept they don't accept a partner is because of the expectations are off yeah right so what you need to do is mm -hmm. prove yourself and show value enough where they're going to overlook the differences or, or you know what like i disagree with you a little bit like yes obviously and if you're in a relationship you're supposed to help your partner out and everything but i wouldn't put that um pressure on you for them that they have to like you like i i wouldn't i wouldn't put that pressure because mm -hmm. the tables turn i'm gonna tell you why so after we got married i actually had a really big issue with Sebas's parents so mm. tables turn maybe right now they don't like you that much then they'll like you again maybe his parents uh, maybe your parents won't like him so it's a lot of um back and forth and up and down because it has to do with setting boundaries between the parents and the and the sons or uh, or the daughters so i would just say like you know get married you know if you guys want to get married get married you know um just be respectful about it don't don't make them feel like it's forced because at the end of the day how old are you guys uh 28 and 27 i mean yeah you guys yeah, are yeah you guys are a old adults they need to respect your relationship <laughs> you guys, yeah you guys are adults um how bad is yeah. it though like are they really getting in the way of you guys they did earlier in our relationship mm -hmm. um but now he's more committed and i guess we're more like our foundation is more solidified so he's like i know i want to marry you mm -hmm. we've been talking about going at rings we've been talking about like planning the wedding yeah and his fear is that they don't show up to the wedding mm -hmm. and i mean i mean obviously we both want them to yeah. but i don't just empty threats at this point. Yeah. yeah i mean look just follow your gut yeah if you guys have if you guys are in a stable uh, stage of your life where you can get married, I would I would say just go for it. Like, you know, it doesn't matter what they say. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, they have to realize if the in-law, if your in-laws don't end up supporting mm -hmm. you, what's going to end up happening is they're going to lose a son. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and... and no, but don't tell them that. No, no, no. That's between, that's between <laughs> yeah, you and don't, me. don't say that. <laughs> that's between you and me. Like, ultimately, right now, you it may seem like you have the, the short losing end of the hand. stick. Uh -huh. Yeah, the losing hand. But if you do, guys, if you guys do get married, you'll become one. You'll create your own family, your own household. And so, if your in-laws are not on board, they're going to lose a son. I mean, it does create... Does that make things. sense? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't get sad about it, you know, uh, Sebas, imagine six years. And let me tell you, the day of my wedding was very awkward. Oh. <laughs> it, like, we don't, <laughs> like, 
we're very thankful that we had that wedding. You know, it was a beautiful wedding. But our families were so... Different. Yeah, so different. And, and it was just like, you can feel the tension in the room. But, you know, Cesar and I just said, you know, we want to we wanna get married. This mm. is what we want to do. We want to be together. And actually, when the wedding was over and we were back into the room... We were, like we were, we were so like, relieved. Relieved, like I'm glad. <laughs> we were so, and I, I know that's not ideal. You know, when you think of your wedding day, like sometimes we get a little cringy. You mm -hmm. know, um, but it was perfect because after it is when we really got to enjoy ourselves and and start our life together. So, if you guys do have some tension, trust me, it will be worth it once you guys get over that yeah. celebration or that party. You get me? So we hope you, you know, they'll come around. Maybe nothing is guaranteed, but you know, you guys seem like you, you know, you have the right age, the right mindset. If you want to be together, be together. Don't anybody stop you. Yeah. Yeah. So, Thank you so much. No, you're that welcome. Gave me, uh, more hope than I needed. Yes. <laughs> just go for it. I, I was in your shoes, girl. It'll be fine. Okay. Okay. Thank you. All right. Have a great Bye, one. Thank you. You too. Hi. I sort of have like a. Um, not relationship, but kind of like family. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I was with, uh, wait, first of all, I want to say I'm a really big fan. <laughs> oh, thank you so thank much. Thank you. <laughs> so I was with a narcissist, and when I first got with him, I was 16, yeah. and I ended up pregnant. You ended, you ended up, up what? Pregnant. Uh-huh. At 16? Okay, so no. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm 20, and I recently just left him. Mm -hmm. And over time, he became like, I guess you could say, like suicidal. Oh, oh wow. And uh, um, I decided to leave him, and now he's fighting for our son. Mm. Oh. Mm. And my whole family says I should let him keep him once in a while. And his mom's always calling, but I feel like it's not safe for my son to be with him. Yeah. Well, this is actually a very serious mm. um, question, you know, so... So why is he suicidal? Like, what what's wrong with him? Uh, well, when we were, like, first starting out as dating, he was really into, like, drugs. Oh. But at one point... He, he completely stopped, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but what, the reason he stopped was because the first time he tried committing suicide, he got really scared, Yeah, and he stopped drinking, and he stopped doing everything, mm -hmm. um, but I feel like after that, like, it's always been happening, yeah. and, like, my parents say that once someone commit suicide that like supposedly the devil doesn't let them rest until they actually do it oh my god well yeah. well oh my god this babe? is yeah this is this deals with a lot of mental um yeah you know your your mental health so i mean i came from a I don't know if you guys went to court for the baby did you guys go to court uh no we didn't okay so that's I came, step. I no, I came from a divorce. Uh, my parents got divorced, so uh, I didn't have anything like that. You know, my my parents just didn't work out, 
and coming from two different households like you do have to share your your child like i i remember that sometimes i would want to be with my mom sometimes i would want to be with my dad and and like i didn't get to choose where i wanted to be now the issue here is the the things that your your ex is unfortunately going through because it's not so a good environment it's not for a the, good environment but it, it it's also very i'm sad for him like of i you know so i would think that maybe mm. you know everybody goes through stuff so i don't want to judge him for for what he's going through because people who have addictions people who have like you said suicidal thoughts they They, you don't know if they have some trauma in their past that they maybe don't know how to deal with or they don't know how to process, right? So my first advice would would be to maybe suggest for him to get some, some counseling, you know? I've done counseling. Uh, I started actually uh, a year and a half ago. I started to do counseling because there were a lot of things that I just couldn't process myself And I don't have any addictions or any suicidal thoughts. So my first advice would maybe try to get him to. But they're to not together, babe. It doesn't matter. That's the father of your so, child. So what, what what I would say, um, I don't know if this is the right answer or not, but what I would do if if the environment of his house is not healthy for the kid, I wouldn't necessarily allow your kid to stay over the house for long periods of time. You see what I'm saying? I do believe that. Yeah. I do believe that your your baby uh, does need relationship with his father or her father, but at, but at a, at a certain capacity. Maybe if, if there is points where you both of you guys meet, supervised. you know, yeah, supervised yeah. time together. Does that make sense? Because the last thing you would want is the baby to see crazy things yeah. in the house while he so and while he's getting his treatment, which I hope he is. I wouldn't want my kid to necessarily be put in an environment that is that is not healthy for him or that something can happen. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it's like having a balance of, okay, I'm going to monitor him. Yeah. And if he's in a good state, then maybe we can hang out together, grab ice cream together, eat pizza in a neutral environment. Yeah. If, if he's not stable, though, I would definitely not let him stay yes. long periods of time at, a, at, a, at his house. Yeah, but he does need to get some type of help. Does he have help? Um, well, well, he's been trying, but um, I guess sometimes he knows he's like not okay, and then other times, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just monitor that. Yeah, that, I, that's what I, I would say. just do it supervised, and if he does get difficult, then then maybe you guys would have to take it to the courts mm -hmm. because the courts can also uh, serve. Like they can set up certain times, you know, supervised times. And also if he really needs help, then it could also help him to get help. Yeah. You know, and you can even tell him straight up, like, listen, I want you to be involved in our kid's life, but you're you need help. Right. In a healthy way. So that could either push him to get better. Yeah. Right. Or if he's totally not okay, then you can proceed with what Espe's saying is take it to court. Right. Yeah. But at least make it seem like, okay, listen, I want this to work, but I'm going to have to be monitoring. We can get ice cream together and I need to be present. Yeah. Um, when you, when we're hanging out with the kid, Does that, would that work? Yeah, that sounds good. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, uh, wish you the best. Thank you. No, okay, you're welcome. You got it. Hi. Yeah. Hi. So I need your advice 
on like being attached to your partner because I feel like whenever my partner like leaves for too long like maybe like a week or even more I start like panicking a little bit or maybe just like because I'm just too attached to them do you have any advice on like how to just like if your partner leaves for like work or just like for vacation like how do you just like are you married become so attached are you married um no I'm engaged Okay, oh, and uh, and he travels often for work? No, he, like, went on vacation for a week, and we just, like, start fighting whenever he's, like, on vacation, and okay. I just get, like, panic attacks, and I just feel like it's, like, a lot of attachment how, on my... How, um, how long does he go away for? He goes sometimes for... Before, he used to go for, like, two weeks, but now he, like, usually goes for, like, a week now. Cause and I how just, often? Because I just, like, start fighting with him. <laughs> He goes like maybe once a year, every summer. Oh, so it's not it's not that much. And he goes with like his family or friends or boys or something like that? Yeah, he goes with like mostly his family. And what do you feel when he leaves? Um, I just feel like, because when he's like here, I feel like we hang out like every day. And we just like, he's like my best friend. So when he leaves me for too long, I just feel like, I don't know. I just feel like I miss him too much and I start to argue with him for no reason. Have you ever like lost someone or like was there a parent missing in your in your life? I like have had relationships in the past where like yeah. my best friend like I like loved them a lot and then all of a sudden they just left. Yeah. A rejection. Okay. Or, uh, like, yeah. I think what I mean I I see where Espa is going. Yeah. That this is definitely could be an issue that is manifesting in your current relationship, but it happened in your past somehow. Yeah. Ma like uh, maybe rejection, yeah, like abandonment, someone... somebody abandoned you. Mm -hmm. Can you relate to those things? Any rejection, abandonment in your past, maybe childhood? Yeah, because yeah, I've like read about that and I just like didn't want to accept it myself. Yeah, yeah. Like because sometimes like we, we go through stuff, right? Like uh, I'm going to give you an example that is nothing. It has nothing to do, but for example, like, When I had a dog, I had a dog when I was smaller that was a Pomeranian. And I actually, the dog got lost. So every time I see a Pomeranian, like I get a weird feeling because I had this dog that I love so much and then he got lost. So it's kind of like I have like a bad um, sentiment or a bad feeling toward uh, the Pomeranian because of the fact that I had pain that had that breed brought to me right so in your case maybe the reason why you're so attached to your husband and then you feel anxious or maybe you uh maybe like you create fights right mm -hmm. is because maybe in yeah. the past you've had that rejection or abandonment like you said and now you're scared that he's gonna do it to you so you're always alert is that can does you that, relate does to that? that make sense yeah So, so, like, how do you guys think I would, like, recover from that? Yeah, like, so, can, yeah. can you be a little bit more specific? Like, who was it that, if there is anybody that abandoned you or rejected you in that way, who was it? Um, so, I've actually been, like, very, very close to, like, my cousin growing up. Mm -hmm. And she was, like, my best friend. Like, we've always been sisters and everything. Mm -hmm. And, um, like, as, like, growing up, I would realize that she's not, like, a true, like, person like a true Got friend it. yeah like she wouldn't be loyal to me or like be there for me so like like we've been best friends since we were like one years old right so mm. like after 18 years like if someone just leaves or you just like 
have to let go of someone in your life. Like, that's just, like, a very, like, hard thing to, like, take in. It's, like, every single day you spend with that person, yeah. you know? So, so, I mean, to, to I know one thing that will help you 100% would be to forgive the people in your past that have done that to you. So in this case, forgive your, make sure you, that you're totally healed and you forgave your cousin or your friends or your whoever it was that, that rejected you or abandoned you. Because, you know, most, especially with, the, with what you're going through, I think it's an issue of, of, of the past, right? That hasn't been dealt with. Maybe, you know, somebody hurt you, you've carried it, you, you put it under the rug, Right. And you know what that means, right? When you put stuff around, you know, under the rug, it'll eventually just bubble up in different areas of your life. So, you know, I'm no, I'm obviously I'm no expert and this is just a quick conversation, but I would say forgive people in the past. And that's going to bring restoration in that area that brings you anxiety, that, you know, makes you insecure with your current relationship. Because to be honest, what he's doing is totally fine. Actually, it's even healthy. Like he, he leaves for a one week with his friends and family on vacation. That is awesome. Mm -hmm. Like me and Espia, we've done trips mm -hmm. by ourselves and yeah. me and Espia were 24-7 together. Yeah. And by no means should we feel anxious or should we feel these things that you're feeling. So I think it's definitely yeah. an issue of, of previous, you know, yeah. in the past that you need to maybe forgive. Maybe you need to have a conversation with people from your past. That way you, because the thing is, When you forgive somebody, even if they did you wrong, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter, you know, it doesn't matter what they did. Forgiveness actually is going to help you more than it actually helps them. Yeah, forgiveness is for... It's one, for you. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So you, Yeah, you, you, but like how do you guys like... Like, how do you guys forgive people? So I think I just have, like, trouble, like, forgiving people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so forgiveness, man, that's... That's a hard topic. That's a tough one, yeah. Because I, I can just tell you, oh, yeah, forgive. But it, it goes way deeper than that. So I would just, I don't know if you believe yeah. in God, but I would just pray. You know, when I've had a hard time forgiving, like, my even Sebas, you know, like I have to go back into yeah. prayer and ask mm -hmm. God to help me forgive the person. That if I have any bad thoughts, memories, emotion related to that person that he lets, that he helps me to let it go, right? And you know how you know you're truly yeah. like healed when you someone when has you forgave you? somebody is when you think about the person that you know has done you wrong, but you don't feel the pain anymore. And you, you think know? good things, right? And not necessarily good things. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't hurt anymore. It's mm, good. And I feel like um You just have to, I, I feel like you just have to take some time to, to connect with yourself. If you believe in God or believe in something, you know, connect and just think about the things. Okay, what, what relationships are bringing me so much pain that is causing me to act like this with my, with my boyfriend or partner that he really hasn't given me any reason for me to feel like he's gonna abandon you, like you're engaged. So I, would t I definitely think this is something you need to work on you know, and, and reflect and just make small changes. Like if you feel like he's away, you know, give him some space. Maybe don't text him all day or don't call him so often, you know, so just so you can start a new habit in the sense that you don't have to be on top of him the whole time he's on vacation, you know. But I feel like this issue is more like an inner healing an type inner healing. of issue. Another way you can forgive somebody is to constantly bless them. 
So let's say the person. Oh yeah, that's did, good. Let's say the person did something bad to you. Even if you want to knock them out and hit them in the yeah. head because of what they did to you. Yeah, that's a good one. Go go against your emotion and actually bless them. For example, I want the best for you. Yeah. Like in my mind, even if I hate you yeah. for what you did to me, you know what? I want the best for you. I bless you. Right. Mm -hmm. I forgive you. And keep confessing that even if your mind doesn't believe it. But the more you say it, eventually it'll catch they up. They actually and you say that there's a certain number of things you have to tell yourself for it to become true. Right. <laughs> like mind wise, like it's a proven fact. So maybe just you can also tell yourself, like, I'm not going to be afraid of being abandoned. You know, I'm not going to be afraid of being rejected. Like. You can also tell that to yourself so you can start a new pattern of, of thought and emotions right. and feelings Correct. when your husband leaves. Yeah, take control of your mind too. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I agree. I feel like like I'm like 21 years old, so like I feel like just blessing someone that like you have like a lot of like hate, not hatred, but like just like you're not good with. Like it's like very mature to do. Yes. Yeah. That that'll like, bring healing. Yeah. That'll bring healing. Yeah, so. Yeah. And I just feel like need to like be in that mature mindset mm -hmm. and just like focus yeah. on maturity because I feel like I'm only 21 so I feel like I do have that little bit immaturity in my head or like but I will. Like, I don't. I don't think it's immature. That. I think in all stages of life, old, young, you know, you deal with people treating you, mistreating you, not being nice to you, mm -hmm. hurting you. So I just feel it's a, an act of knowing that it's okay for me to feel like this, you know, but for my own mm -hmm. good, I need to let this go and I need to let that person go and I need to forgive and I need to heal. So I don't, I wouldn't call it immature. I would just call it like just healing past offenses or past relationships yeah. that like didn't necessarily up. work out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So hopefully that helps you. Um, was yeah, that, was that good? Thank you so much. You guys no, thank so you. Sweet. Thank you, you for it. calling. Thank so you. You have the sweetest voice. <laughs> <laughs> like it's so peaceful. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for, thank calling for calling in. We're going to jump on to our next caller, okay? Hi. Hey, Hi. how's it going? How can we help you? I'm 25. I'm mom of four. Okay. okay. So I'm pretty young. I've, I've been married for nine years so far. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, I got married at age 16. I recently got um, a baby. He's oh. seven weeks. I'm seven Congrats. weeks postpartum. Oh. Um, thank you. He was full term, and then he ended up in the NICU due to because his low oxygen level had dropped. Mm -hmm. Now, everything was fine. They said because it was, he was a heavy baby, but, you know, as a new, as a new, like, recently giving birth, and then he was my first time I had a C-section. All my other babies are normal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, um, my support system during that time was terribly, like, terrible. Me, my husband, I believe a lot plays role. I don't know what you, you guys say, because I know you guys have an age gap, but you guys' age gap is not so big as mine. Yeah. My age gap is to 11. Mm -hmm. um, 10 years of age gap. He is um, 30, he is 36. And I am 25. I got married when I was 16. So a lot of age gap plays a role here. I feel like throughout our nine years, 
Yeah. The worst part has been is the communication. Communication is like completely terrible. Mm-hmm. If at any time I saw him, I need to conversate with him or communicate with him. It's like gaslighting every time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or he would just completely ignore the living shit out of me. Mm-hmm. Like completely ignore. Like when I say ignore, is like he will be on his phone. Like he will stop what he's wanting, gives attention to me, and if like. So, you know, like, cuadra, like, if he doesn't like what I'm saying, he would, like, go back on his phone and just ignore the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. And he's been doing that for the past, mm-hmm. like, eight years. Because at the beginning, it wasn't like that. Mm-hmm. So, my thing here is, how do I go about? Because it just causes more anger. And then I have separated from him, like, a variety of times, and then I come back to him, and it's, like, the same shit, and... At this moment, I just want to pack my shit and go. Hmm. And I, it, and the, you could probably ask me, like, why having you? Because <laughs> um, he's a very narcissistic person. I grew up in a narcissistic house. My mom's a narcissist. And I don't know. I feel like I'm used to it. I'm bound to it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if I ever leave, I feel like when I, when I always left, I always felt like this abandonment okay. issue, like, yeah. So, so your so question is, no, I get, I get you, I get you. So, is so just so we can kind of recap, recap a little bit. Uh, the main issue is you feel like he ignores you, neglects you. That's the that's the main issue here, right? Mm-hmm. And doesn't help. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So, so first, the first question I have is, um, have you communicated that to him? Like, have you? Have you told him, oh, yeah, this is how I've been feeling since the birth of our new baby? And he just doesn't doesn't care, right? That's what you said? Right. Yes. So, like an example, the baby's a newborn, right? Yeah. And I need help for him to take care of the baby while I go take a simple shower. Like, it's a simple oh, yeah. shower that I can just take. That's a major issue. Um, when I had gave him the baby, instead of offering the baby, I literally had to give him the baby. He will literally leave the baby there crying. Oh, no. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I can't leave the baby like that. No, I get it. I, I mean, at this point, if you if you have at, told him, you know, I can't imagine having four kids and, yeah. and not getting Imagínate. any help. Yeah. So I would suggest you tell him for you guys to get professional help. Also, I... You know, we're only hearing your side of the story. I think also a lot of times uh, boyfriends and husbands can start neglecting the wife. It could be like stress from work. Uh, maybe they, you, you guys fought and you guys never resolved an issue yeah. that you had in the past. And it, and it kind of builds up. You see what I'm saying? So this is uh, your, your typical like go deep in communication. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Because there could be so much. i got to ma- touch base with that. You know, because you're mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're you're completely right. Because the past nine years we've been having issues, and we have when I always try like to sit down and communicate to work out that particular issue at that time and moment. Yeah, yeah. he would just dodge the bullet and just doesn't want to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or yeah. like we're into the communication, and at the end of the day, the communication always ends up being stuck. It doesn't go yeah. north. Mm-hmm. It doesn't go great. Like they, okay, they we're talking. fine. We're okay. So yeah. Like yeah. You just said it builds up. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, listen, we're, we're within nine stacking up. It's like, como uno ya está cansado. Like, yeah. Sí, sí, sí. No, no, no. I get it. Like, 
yeah. I mean, this this is what I would say. I would like. I feel like we've all been through seasons of our lives where they've been challenging. Especially, I have a lot of friends who have babies that they tell me that after they have their baby, they go through like a little like if you want to call it like a little hump or mountain, you know, like a new change. I know you have four, but from three to four, it must be a big difference. Like every time you it guys could, have a it baby, it could be so that, many things. It could be he could be stressed at work. He could be unforgiveness, unforgiveness yeah. because you guys argued and he never got over it. It could be simply, you know, he's not there in the relationship. I think a lot of times when when families start having babies, like the the woman would become a mom or the guy would become a dad, but they forget to become to stay remain husbands. Yes. What I would say is for you guys no, to believe- get to get help. Yeah. You know, like. Like, try to go to a church or maybe get some counseling. You guys got to talk about it yes. with somebody, yeah, both you of do. you. Mm-hmm. Because, I, you know, you, you got to hear his side of the story. You no, get what and, I'm saying? And, and you know why? Because apparently what you guys are doing is not working out. Like, you talking to him is not working out. So when Tess and I have differences and it, it really goes out of our hands... I always put someone else in. Mm-hmm. It, it's either... But not my, a family member. No, no, not a family member. But it's either my therapist or maybe a, another marriage that I look up to that they have a, a healthy relationship, you know, that is not biased. You know, you need someone who can see both sides. But you guys definitely need to to get help. Now, The that you're saying that you want to quit and just grab your bags and go... I completely understand that feeling that you may be feeling, but you know, with four kids and and so long of a relationship, I would just say that it's worth to salvage the relationship and it's worth to maybe invest in some help or mm. or find someone that you both can speak to that will give you good advice. And you know what's the thing? As a guy, we have a hard time expressing ourselves. You get me? Like a guy can be feeling not too many emotions, and it's like super difficult for us to sit down and express how we really feel. Mm-hmm. So I think talking it over with another couple, another another person is going to help the guy kind of navigate what he, what he's also dealing with. Yeah. You get me? You feel neglected, but there's a, you know, cause and effect. What, what happened on, on, on his end? Yeah. And that's what you got to discover. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah, I already tried to do the therapy with him. He doesn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. And my husband is not a religious person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. So that all falls into place. I mean, I would just keep trying to get him to get some type of uh, therapy. No, he doesn't. Yeah. All right. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Okay. No, we. I wish you the best, wish and the I best. hope that it, it works out. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. Multiple times when you and I have had to get, like Josue, he was like our mentor. Mm-hmm. You know, he will. He is kind of like he's someone we look up to. They have a really beautiful marriage and. He had to come in and actually help us out in a lot of the issues that we've had when we haven't been able to. But both, but but the husband and the wife, they both got to be open to the help. Yeah. Like I she's open think. to it. The guy is shut off. Then what do you do? All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in once again. Uh, we hope you enjoyed today's episode. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube, podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast. And stay tuned for next week.